Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Taxpayers may be hit, but a large bill of RT is forced to make payments worth multiples of the 1.2 million revenue settlement for misclassifying workers as self-employed. There is a growing unease about the potentially uh, or the potential liability facing the semi-state broadcaster if investigations find it owes years of retrospective payments to the revenue and hundreds of staff. It's a very complicated situation, but essentially, let me make it quite simple for you. RTE and many other industries around the country, not just RTE, but the RTE, they just happen to be the ones that are caught out uh, because of certain cases that were taken, by the way, some cases that were taken recently for people who worked on the Today Show, researchers who weren't paid holiday pay, who weren't given the same entitlements as employees because RTE's employers took them on as self-employed people. It's called in the business bogus self-employed. In other words, the employer sees it as a cheap way of hiring somebody. I don't have to give them the same rights as an employee. And not only that, I don't have to pay them holiday pay or sick pay or maternity leave and whatever else goes with it. And their employment continues or their self-employment continues on for years. And the employer saves money by not having to pay employers, PRSI, etc. Well, one man who's not very happy about it is chairperson of the Public Accounts Committee. I'm very concerned with the ongoing investigations by the Department of Social Protection into the misclassification of workers by RTE. And this is according to Sinn Féin TD, Brian Stanley, who joins me on the line. Brian, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Niall, and good afternoon to your listeners. I'm sorry I simplified it, but probably the simplest way to explain it, 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 it is employers taking advantage of people to some degree, isn't it? Well, you've, you've set it out there very clearly. I mean, you have to, you know, it's a straightforward, it's a straightforward case of bogus self-employment when an employee is employed as a contractor or as, or as self-employed when in actual fact they're an employee, they have regular hours, they answer to a boss, they wear the firm's uniform, uh, they work in a, in a designated place, uh, they do everything that employees do up and down the country. And the, the, the main rule to that, I believe, is working more than 80% of your time in one particular place or for one particular person. I think that's yeah, the main rule. Yes, there are certain characters, there's, yeah. there's a classification of it and take a number of things into consideration. But basically that you take orders from a person, you know, from a superior within the company, uh, that, you, that you turn up, that you have hours, uh, that you have certain duties to carry out, etc., etc. And what we have here is, is if we had the state broadcaster uh, and the Public Accounts Committee uh, have been looking at this uh, and we've been doing an examination of it and we've done a report on it for the Minister and what we want to do is we want to get on top of this situation because there's not just the, there's the uh, benefits to workers or the loss of benefits such as holiday pay, sick pay, maternity leave and indeed pension entitlement uh, but there's also uh, potentially a cost to the state because shortfalls are at RTE because they are a commercial semi-state company could very easily pass on to the uh, onto the taxpayer. So how do you uh, how do we avoid it being passed on to the taxpayer? Well, because I, and just for people who didn't know, the reason we're talking about it and the reason it came to light was because two female researchers took a case against RTE who worked on the Today Show for Mora and Dahi, uh, not particularly for Mora and Dahi, but for RTE, but that's the show. And obviously, a number of Fair City actors are also seeking approved employment contracts after a separate Eversheds review recommended actors with a long or medium term commitment to the soap be employed as fixed term contracts and not be self employed because they have their own tax liabilities, etc. So there's a massive bill and now it looks like this could be applied retrospectively to up to 500 workers as well, or well, more than that it could be because they're going back even further in time. This could be a massive bill. Well, there's no statute barred on the Department of Social Protection so they could go back a long number of years indeed, and I, as you outlined there, 
for correct DRSI entitlement and there was uh, there was 276 there was 433 contractual arrangements examined 276 were found to be having uh, to be appropriately engaged 106 were identified as having court attributes akin to employment uh, and there was uh, there was another 157 of those uh, 276 found to be in further need of review but RTE RTE, following the Hebersheds report, which was a company that done carried out the investigation to consultants, uh, there was 82 individuals offered contracted employment, and 79 of them have accepted. But there's, there are further there's further pieces of work going on in terms of uh, both from Eversheds, but also by the Department of Social Protection and Revenue. So you know this could this could amount to a, a, a considerable sum. But we must also consider that that RTE is contesting a lot of these cases. So every every case to contest. Is a legal, you know, there's a legal bill there, um, and basically what we're saying here is is that the, you know, the public already fund RTV as a license fee. I don't want to see that increased, and I'm sure your listeners don't want to see it increased any further. You know, I would argue it's not. It's not just the license fee, by the way. It's our taxes because RT obviously gets funding from the state as well yes, as the license and fee. I was coming to that. Yeah. But also, also funding through the Department of Communications. So it's important that the legal bill doesn't pass over. And you know, RT did sell land there, and they got 107 million for that. 48.6 acres with Donnybrook. Uh, they have commercial advertising. They are a commercial semi-state company. Uh, they, they have online content there, which they could make better use of. And we've recommended that to them. Indeed, online content is weak enough, uh, and they should be making better use of that for advertising, etc. And and the sale of content, which they have promised to uh, up their game on in terms of selling their own content, what to produce themselves to other to other um, uh, TV companies and platforms. Those are areas where they can earn extra revenue. And what I'm saying as chairperson of the Public Accounts Committee, that's where you need to get your money from. You need to uh, you need to put in an effort here to try and raise whatever shortfall is, is required and whatever money has to be paid. Uh, rightfully owed to workers over years in RTE has to be paid. And I would say to you as well, Niall, that uh, you know, it's not as if workers accepted this willingly. We're not talking about here about the high flyers in RTE. What we're talking about here is people on average salaries in RT and some of them below average salaries who are who are implied on these uh, incorrectly implied as contractors. Uh, they have, you know, some of them have complained about this for years, and the National Union of Journalists have as well. So now, I, mean, I want to point out this is not limited, of course, to RT and media. There's there's other businesses and industries like construction that has been mentioned in the past where this kind of thing has been going on for years. And I think there's obviously now going to be a crackdown in relation to what they call bogus self-employed. Because firstly, that you're leaving the liability then with the employee to pay their own taxes. And that's not always done properly. Uh, and then also the employer is getting away with paying its fair share of employer's PRSI. And what the most important thing is, the rights of the employee. Because the employee who's bogusly self-employed doesn't have the same rights to redundancy or maternity or whatever, or pensions, as you mentioned already. So it's to do with rights too, isn't it? Well, it's a casualisation of work. And look, in that may be appropriate in certain circumstances for people to be contractors, but if a person has the characteristics of, of an employee, they should be correctly employed. And the state broadcaster shouldn't be doing this because, I mean, we expect a state broadcaster does a lot of investigations and sometimes would be critical of you and me and a whole lot of other people as well and different bodies. Uh, and we carry out, and they've carried out some very good work and some very investigative, very good investigative work. You know, public sector broadcasting is very important, but uh, the public sector broadcaster, the state broadcaster, you know, we do want that to be uh, operating properly. And you know, people that are people working in RTE want it want that way. But you're correct. I mean, the rights of employees are a big issue here, 
but also the potential, any potential liability on the taxpayer. And we need to protect that and ensure okay. that. Finally, in, in relation to that, if RT turn around as they do on a regular basis and say, well, we don't have the money, you know, and we're making losses as it is, as you know, they've been, they've been looking for more money from the Department of Communications because they're saying that so many people obviously avoid paying the television licence, the 15% that don't pay it amounts to quite a substantial amount of money every year. And that's why they want to bring in the broadcasting tax rather than the, the current licence fee model that we have at the moment. And they say, look, we just don't have the money to pay this. This bill could be massive. And if this bill comes in... Things are going to have to be sacrificed. You know, sport coverage and other things will have to be sacrificed. So what's the answer then, Brian, realistically? And, and, I, and, I, would say, and I would say to him, board them owner or a, comp- a company facing catastrophe because of the, you know, the climate obligations and the change from, from brown to uh, green energy. And we're facing, you know, they could have put the lock in the gate two or three years ago. And Tom Donnell and the management team in RT, in, sorry, in board them owner, turned that company around and they made a small profit last year and will be paying a subvention to We'll pay a dividend to the state. Uh, uh, RT needs to do the same thing. They need to turn around matters here. As I said, they have the sale of land. I, what I want to know before they're given anything is that what have they done in terms of that, using of that? What have they done in terms of improving their advertising uh, and, you know, the sale of advertising? What have they done in terms of their online content? What have they done in terms of sale of content that they produce? They're the areas where they can, where they can make some revenue. They're a commercial. Don't forget what I said to you at the start. This is a commercial semi-state company, you know, uh, and in the first instance has to try and wash its own face. Uh, you know, commercial semi-states, the rest of the commercial semi-states do that. RT is no different and RT, I would expect that RT will be able to, uh, should be able to turn this around. Do you think we'll have a prime time special on us? I don't think so, Brian. <laughs> I leave, leave that to your judgment. Go to uh, good judgment, Niall. Okay. All right. Listen. Thank you very much indeed. Okay. I appreciate you coming on the air. There you go. Explained very well there, Brian Stanley Sinn Fein. And I, I think you know it's time now that we look at this whole idea. And, and or, by the way, it's not fair just to target RTE because RTE just happened to be the cases that have come up uh, recently before the Workplace Relations Commission. And. Uh, also in the High Court as well because a number of Fair Cities actors are going Tommy Tormey for example who has been uh, with Fair City since the beginning in 1989 also launched his High Court claim for negligence against RT over how his employment status affected his tax liabilities so it's not just RT they just happen to the cases but these landmark decisions that have been made by the WRC and by the High Court in relation to this is essentially saying that the onus is on the employer to make sure the person is classified correctly as either self-employed or employed uh, because it affects their rights, uh, the rights to everything. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic.